hey folks, uh, Greg Silverman here, CIOs and bow ties. Uh, this is another one of our series called Come Learn With Me. So cheers, happy Valentine's Day. Mm, no surprise, the most favorite article last week was as Bitcoin's price as Bitcoin's price surges, affluent investors start to take a look. And just a reminder that we highlight the notes for you and we'll summarize in the bottom of the article so you don't even have to read the article or listen to me reading it. All right, let's go. Cryptocurrency is originally a way to conduct business outside the financial system are increasingly seen as an asset akin to private equity or venture capital. All right. And um, I think that's the wealth manager. That's Joe Revolt, chief executive of Two Ocean Trust. And this article is from January 31st, 2021. All right, let's go. Cryptocurrencies have soared in value in a decade. They've gone from a fringe obsession that allowed coin holders to conduct business outside the financial system to an alternative investment managed as if it were any other investment. It hasn't hurt that the price of a single Bitcoin has gone from zero to over 30,000 in that time. As we are reading this this morning, Bitcoin's about to hit 50,000. But if affluent investors are increasingly seeing cryptocurrencies the way they see other high-risk assets like private equity shares and venture capital, that raises a new question for the people who manage their assets. How can a completely modern but volatile asset fit into legal structures that date back a century or more? Estate lawyers, trust officers, and financial planners are just beginning to consider the ramifications of including Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies like Ether and Ripple, Ripple is under SEC investigation, by the way, in portfolios as well as trusts, which have more exacting rules and stringent penalties for mistakes. Currencies still have a way to go before they become mainstream investments, but giving some investors comfort are the custody and other back office financial services that lower the risk of the currencies being lost or stolen. <clears throat> yeah, we can think about fidelity as well. They were kind of an early mover, weren't they? All right. As Bitcoin gains more mainstream adoption, participants are now more sophisticated investors. This is Joe Reville, Chief Executive of Two Ocean Trust, a wealth management firm that offers investment, trust, and estate planning services for traditional and digital assets. They want to treat it like any other asset. They want transparency, and they want to be able to plan around it. In some ways, that runs contrary to the original intent of cryptocurrencies, which existed outside a traditional financial system you guys will remember, and girls will remember uh, Silk Road. That's what made uh, uh, crypto famous initially, right? Crypto, uh, Silk Road, where you, were doing, you could do all nefarious dealings and pay through un, uh, untraceable Bitcoin. <clears throat> Which existed as our traditional financial system that provides investment advice and trust services with their keys Cryptocurrencies are in some way more like old-time bearer bonds. Those bonds were issued by a company or government that weren't registered like regular bonds. Instead, whoever held the certificate could, could redeem the bond for its full value. This put an early premium on not losing that sheet of paper. Hmm. I've never seen that comparison, but that's apt. 
Today, the people who own some 20% of the 18.5 million Bitcoin in existence have apparently lost their keys or passwords to some 140 billion in those coins. Both large financial service companies and boutique advisory firms, actually, this is quite uh, it's how I like this. Both, financial, both large financial service companies and boutique advisory firms are aiming to reduce the management risk while capitalizing on wider interest in investing cryptocurrencies and underlying blockchain technology. John William, a retired Goldman Sachs partner, bought Bitcoin last summer after following for several years. He said the tipping point was when he felt the marketplace for Bitcoin had grown beyond the earliest adopters and the currency was beginning to be seen as a store of value. But he also said... He was under no illusions that his volatility would subside. I still look at it as a venture style of investing. And I think we should too, right? One thing that gave him comfort was the creation of a more traditional financial infrastructure around the basics of earning Bitcoin. There had been some impediments, Mr. Williams said. The trading tools weren't sophisticated. There wasn't transparency on fees. It was hard to know how custody works. These are things that we typically take for granted. There have been plenty of reasons for concern. Chief among them was the bankruptcy in 2014 of the Tokyo-based trading platform Mount Gox, which left owners of cryptocurrency on that exchange trying to find passwords for hundreds of thousands of bitcoins worth millions then, but billions now. For wealthy investors, guarding the key is just the start. They have to find a way to treat digital assets the same as other investments in their portfolio. That will allow them to pay whatever tax they owe, but also make plans for gifts and bequests to heirs through an estate plan. You see what an increasing price of something does. Really brings in people. As the proliferation of the asset class grows, it is of huge importance to consider it within the state planning context, said Tom Olchon, a wealth and fiduciary advisor at Evercore Wealth Management. You need to have a plan in place. There are several instances of people dying without anyone else having keys or access. One who comes to mind is the banking heir, Matthew Mellon, who reportedly had 500 million in Ripple when he died in 2018. That planning starts with storage. The initial ethos of cryptocurrencies rejected the banking system and promoted a system of self-reliance. Sometimes that worked just fine. Other times when the passwords were forgotten, it did not. <clears throat> Several firms provide secure key storage or custody services as they're known with other financial assets. Two Ocean system, Mr. Revel said, combines human and algorithms to securely move cryptocurrencies from cold storage when the device holding the keys is not connected to the internet to hot storage where the bitcoin is connected to the internet so a transaction takes place so that's when you hear people say oh i've got this hard drive lying in my closet and um, you know it's not disconnected it's not that is a cold storage. No, you can't get to it, uh, but you can't transact with it. Tom Jessup, the head of Fidelity Digital Assets, a part of the financial services firm Fidelity Investments, that acts as a custodian for cryptocurrencies, 
and operates funds that invest in the currency, said the firm's strategy is to manage operations behind the currency so they were no different from stocks or bonds. <clears throat> it approximates the utility of any other asset you own, Mr. Jessup said. There's an account number, an ability to measure and monitor it, and your financial advisor knows about it and is aware of it in terms of an estate plan. Part of most estate plans is a series of trusts, which hold various assets for future generations. Generation. The trustees charged with carrying out the directives and trust agreements have a couple of major concerns about the currency. One involves the liability that comes with the breach of a loss of a key, says Fraser Rice, Northeast Regional Director of the trust company Pendleton Square Trust. Ah, Fraser, good, good buddy of mine from Wilmington Trust. But another is prudently managing the asset itself, given its volatility in the context of other assets in the trust. We're used to dealing with stocks and bonds and illiquid assets, he said. Now crypto is intersecting with estate planning and legal tools that are hundreds of years old. People are really going to have to think about, think through and ask what does it mean for someone else to be responsible for their crypto when they're dead. Crypto. For trust planning investors who keep the keys on a thumb drive and unlock it in a safe, and lock it in a safe could find themselves in the same tax situation as people who put real property in a trust. Jurisdiction over disputes rests with the location of the property, not where the trust was set up. Important point, huh? For years, the state of New York has tracked where valuable art hangs. Someone may officially be a resident of Florida, which has no state state tax. Trust that. Say that fast. No state is state tax. But if a hundred million painting hangs in that person's apartment on Park Avenue, New York will tax it. That could be true for where. A thumb drive is stored, Mr. Rice said. <clears throat> income tax is a different matter. Despite after you, your address on the first page of the Internal Revenue Service Form 1040, filers asked if they bought or sold any virtual currency that year. The regulatory environment will control a lot of what happens to cryptocurrencies, as well as what protection the trustees have. When I think about crypto, I think we should just highlight this one, okay? When I think about crypto, I think about who has the keys, key, who protects the key, and how does it get passed down to heirs? So Judith Pearson, Family Austin Trustee Group Leader for Woodruff Sawyer, an insurance brokerage firm. The trustee can get sued if the key gets lost or stolen. These trustees need to be protected by risk management protocols. In most places, that involves insurance, though the amount that could be at risk from one cryptocurrency mistake is substantial. Some states have moved to clarify what happens if something goes wrong. Wyoming's law treat, laws treat the handling of cryptocurrency much like other assets under the Uniform Commercial Code. Mr. Reville, who also sits on the state legislative committee there that drafted the cryptocurrency laws, said, in Wyoming, you can hold crypto assets like any other assets, and a court has jurisdiction if anything happens. There's optimism that cryptocurrency held at a reputable custodian will soon be treated as if they were any other asset. If you're a high net worth individual, <clears throat> you're not holding your own keys today, said Michael Novogratz, Chief Executive of Galaxy Digital, an investment fund focused on digital assets. If you're one of the original Bitcoin buyers, you bought it because you didn't trust financial institutions or you didn't trust the government, then it's more complicated. In general, though, the newest buyers have heard the horror stories and are more cautious. If I gave you 10,000 Bitcoin, 
and they're worth $27 each, you might lose your keys, Mr. Novogratz said. 10,000 Bitcoin is worth $300 million. You're not going to lose it. Correction. An earlier version of this article referred incorrectly to Woodruff Sawyer. It's an insurance brokerage firm, not a law firm. All right, there you have it, folks. So protect those crypto keys. Um, they're going to be worth a lot. All right, hope you enjoyed that. Stay tuned. Come out with another article of Come Learn With Me.